Welcome back to another episode of That Strange Show. Episode 151. Episode one. Nah, Mandy's not here tonight, so we're thrown off a little bit. Yeah, but welcome back to another It's an Almost Hard Werewolf Throbby Mainline and Vampire Drug Blood and Huffing Demon Dust Catching a Ghostly Fucking High As we tear your throat open, drink your blood, and feast on your sexy warm body kind of episode of that strange show Burn, baby, burn Goddamn right Hope you enjoyed our last episode as we got artsy-fartsy with our friend Oscara about little baby dumplings and we went all up crazy in the lodge. Remember that? Available everywhere. Yeah. We're already dead. Yes. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> I do. I do. You goddamn liar. So go check out that episode. Uh, yeah. So like we said earlier, Mandy's not here tonight. It's just uh, it's just me and you. Dick's just, out. Just, just. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm thumped out onto the keyboard right now. What day is it? Because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're recording on an off day. I think we're changing our schedule. I don't know what is going on lately. No. Nope. But, uh, yeah, we're going to keep doing this until uh, one of us is like, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Done. <laughs> done. You know, the world's trying to go back to normal. Some people are Stupid uh, decision. burning it to the ground at, uh, um, <clears throat> for certain at reasons. At this, and we are not a political show. Listen, <laughs> listen, I mentioned it one time. It's crazy what's going on out there, and that's it. I'm just gonna say that. What you been doing? What you been up to? <laughs> not a whole hell of a lot. Still being essential, still being grossly underpaid for it. Yes, you are. You are overworked. You are, you are gross, grossly. I, yes. Grossly humongous. Yeah. That's right. You got weapons on you? Me? No, I can just say that because Mandy's not here to, to, uh, to call me out on that line. So. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what you been watching? Anything cool lately? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Mm, I think we watched the same cool thing. Uh, I'm just going to go right out and say that I'm pretty sure that Uncut Gems is the best movie I've seen this year. Uh, when uh, when you were like, Uncut Gems on Netflix, I was like, yeah. Yeah, you didn't take me seriously at I all. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know he was he was preaching that like if he didn't win an Oscar for this, he was going to quit Hollywood. And, and David Spade was going to starve to death and fucking... He said if he didn't if he didn't get an Oscar nomination that we were gonna get a grown ups three. Yeah, which we I think we are anyway. We are. We no yeah. we are. We so, are because he didn't get it. Yeah, he didn't get that. So everybody gonna eat once uh, again. But I'm just it was I was blown away. That was, movie had me like gave me an anxiety attack. Yeah, for, it was uh two hours. I mean they, they started off with uh protruding bone. Yeah. Uh, and then with what I thought was going to be the culprit of demise, col- yep. col- colonoscopies. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but no, nah, I did not see that ending coming. And no. uh, it was a thrill ride for sure. Anxiety ridden. It's uh, just fake it's, teeth galore. I haven't had a movie in a while have me like yelling at the TV. <laughs> Why like, you place that? 
Like I'm just. I legit was like the same. Like me and Mandy were both like, "Stop!" Yeah, (laughs) dude, you're gonna. Oh my god, I can't. Please help this man. (laughs) Like he just like no matter how much he fucked up, he still. He's. He's one more still time. Turn. One more try. One more try. No, and then he get, but he, it's just that degenerate gambler attitude where he he, you know, it works out. So of course I'm gonna roll again. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's just uh Well, that was just, the thing. Like that was the, uh, like the whole thing. The movie is shit show crazy. Everybody's taking. I guess a advantage of his I that's what I felt like it's, like it's, I have never been so enthralled in a film <laughs> where the subject matter I could give less of a shit about. Yeah. Like sports betting and like fucking diamond diamond sale diamond sales. Yeah, it's the uh, diamond district. <laughs> um and just like you like read the plot and it's like nah, not for me, but then yeah. you all the fucking the the hype about it yeah and like i just like sandler was sandler was awesome he's he's i think he's funny i don't give a fuck i'm 12 he (laughs) doesn't care what he puts out for movies he just i think they i think he makes movies at this point just to like see his friends probably like to get together for a few months and just and you can feel when they're riffing in them yeah like grown-ups terrible movie but it's literally just his friends from Saturday Night Live just making fun of each other. Yeah. And you and it's all like real shots at each other. So that's the yeah, that and he like you had said everybody feeds with him. It's it's yeah. I like his I like his his uh say his entourage. Yeah. Those guys are all funny even like even when they made Grandma's Boy that he wasn't even in. Yeah. Shit was hysterical. It's just a good. It's a fucking tiger. It's a good. It's just a it's good. A lion. It's a fucking yeah, lion. It's, it's the fucking king of the jungle. Yeah. And a karate and the karate the karate chimp. Yeah. But they're they're <clears throat> perpetually twelve year old boys. That well, entire mean, group of men. And they get paid millions to do it and entertain us and uncut gems. You know, we had talked about. I think I don't know how many episodes back about. Oh, uh, you know, Adam Sandler told them, told Kevin James, now you got to make a drama or some something out of your your character. You know what I mean? Um, but we've seen Sandler travel this road before. Punch Drunk Punch, Love. Punch Drunk Love was just cerebral. Uh, we to got me, that was, Rain Over Me. Don't even talk about that movie because that movie's just upsetting. Yeah. Um, and I mean... I think a couple other ones, um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, nothing like dra- like dramedies. Yeah, uh, but I think this the, was not a comedy at all. No, no, I mean it had its funny moments, but only because they were natural humor. Yes, it was. It was like a like 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 a. Are you for fucking serious? Kind of like yeah. funny. Like but okay, he fucking owned it. He <clears throat> no, was he did. In it, I I he pulled off playing a really jewish dude yeah which i was kind of afraid of that he was gonna like you know what i mean like just like some actors just shouldn't try to do accents yeah and his accent was almost like a like a zohan but yeah i guess pulled, but pulled back yeah 
Yeah, uh, that New York, I, that New York fucking. Like that, like it's Sony guts. Yeah, Sony like guts. He had the guts, Sony guts. He guts, had the Sony guts. guts. But it was just I. I suggest it's. I've been telling everybody watch I mean, that. I even told my old man to watch it. Like that's. It's a. It's not something that we normally cover on the show. No, but it was so good and like so like. The end of the movie happens, and it's like my fucking heart like yeah. shot out my yeah. throat. Especially with like the road that he's been traveling on, everything that was going on, and it uh, doesn't let up. No, it that's doesn't. what I liked about it. It doesn't let you calm down. It's and as soon as like everything seems like it's going to be good, he goes, "You know what?" And you're like, "Stop it!" Yeah, yeah. Meet me at like, the window. <laughs> like, first of all, you must have this guy must have had enough money. Yeah. Already. Well, that's the thing. Did he though, or was he faking it till you make it? Kind of like the the jewelry, some of the jewelry in his uh, safe there. Well, that wasn't his. No, I know, but I'm saying he was he was using that shit to like, hey, here's a Rolex, fuck off to yeah. other people like yeah. pawn and shit. But uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't see the ending coming. No, I did not. I legit. The end of that movie happened, and I was just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, is that, okay, Adam Sandler But was, it made sense at the same time. Yeah, Adam Sandler was great in it, but also the casting for this movie I thought was excellent, too. You had uh, Lakeith uh, Stanfield, who was the, like, yeah. the red herring of yeah. the movie, which is like, oh, he's going to get ripped off type of deal. Yeah. Uh, which, you, if you recognize him, uh, he's the dude from Get Out with the hat that starts bleeding through the nose. Was he the, yeah, he was the, uh, the Dem- where's my watches. Damani, yeah. And yeah, then, he, um, I honestly thought he was going to fucking jack him. Yeah, the that's whole what movie. I, I'm like, yeah. here it comes. Yeah, yeah. Here yeah, it comes. I, I thought it was going to turn into like one of those type of capers movies, like fucking, uh, okay. They set it up where he yeah. was pissed. They gave him all the reason to do it. He just didn't do it because at the end he wasn't a fucking total scumbag. Yeah, but I don't want to reveal too much about it. Nah, but dude, we got it. Number one on Netflix right yeah. now. I gotta give a shout out to, to the side piece though. Which one? Julia not Fo- a Dina. Not a not a Dina Menzel. Uh, Julia Fox, as Julia De Fiore. Uh, yeah, she was bodied up. That's all she was in the movie. Listen, that's all. That's no. Nah, she was. She was. She was a little more than that. She was a little more than that. You know, she's busy getting getting just the tip in with the weekend. Uh, that's 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 when you get the tip in, bro. <laughs> when you're bumping coke in the bathroom with the weekend. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you had you know uh, Judd Hirsch. That one, I was just that's he's another one I'm going to be sad when he goes. You know, and uh, uh, what's the other dude uh, uh, played? Uh, yeah, uh, Eric Bogosian, B- I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. Of, it's even a, even Kevin Garnett was good at it. Yeah, he was. He was shockingly. Yeah, he was. It wasn't um, a Dennis Rodman acting no, fiasco. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, with John Claude Van Damme? Yep. <laughs> that's a that that should be a remake of Adam Sandler and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> hey, I hope I hope Kevin Garnett joins his. Joins us. He's already. Nah, he's probably like, we already got Shaquille. Shaquille and Neil's like, we already got a basketball player. Yeah. I see hot. I see hot. <laughs> you know the general? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you got to check out Uncut Gems if you haven't seen it yet. I know it's a little departure from away, but it's a. We want to 
get some eyes on it, right? Now, back to what we normally talk yeah. about. Uh, dicks me, and bullshit. Me and Mandy killed the entire season two of Wolf Creek. Oh, yeah? In, uh, in, we started it in the afternoon, is, and we finished it by the next morning. Is there, what, like eight episodes, six episodes? Six, six episodes. Yeah, that's what and I, I cannot recommend. Like I was on Wolf Creek from the first from the first movie. Yeah, I think I think uh, Mick Taylor or John Jarrett plays I Mick think, Taylor. I think somewhere in the catacombs of that strange show, there was an inkling to cover yes. Wolf Creek at some point. Yeah, and we didn't do it. I think I have like the project we, saved somewhere. Didn't like, we cover the series? We were gonna, and then. We, I think we trashed the whole thing because it was like uh, it deserves more than just like a yeah. hey. Um, the seer that's I love the first movie. The first movie's dark and gritty and violent. Yes, uh, and John Jarrett is fucking terrifying as Mick Taylor. Him and his hat. And then you ha- then you had the second movie, which was just balls to the wall, insane, gory violence. I mean, he feeds a dick to his dog. Um, then you had it's a hot dog, bro. Yeah. And then you had the first or the first season, which was great cat and mouse story. Mm-hmm. And then they had the second season, which is basically they went, how can we top the cat and mouse? Mm-hmm. And they went, all right, well, he's going to kidnap an entire bus full of tourists. Oh, that's like and, that's Superman shit. So he took a, he he takes an entire he kills a tour guy that's taken. All right, a, don't spoil it. Just came out. No, it didn't. Did I just it? real. It's been out for years. Oh, I didn't know that. It just came to Shutter. Oh, so which is how I was fine. How I was finding it, but um, <laughs> basically it's him. They're talking about shit that he did in the first series. Like that's that's kind of where he where he fall where it falls into the timeline. Um, it's a little bit of time after that because they show the scar in his chest from the yep. first series where you thought he was dead, but he wasn't dead. He gets away at the end. Gives a fuck. Does the fucking? He pulls himself off. He does the pull himself off the. Yeah. Off the wall with the with the fucking big ass fucking knife in him yeah, pulls yeah. it right through himself. Um, but he, uh, you know how Mick hates tourists. Oh, he loves them. Um, and uh, it gets really deep into like why he does what he does, which isn't deep at all. It's literally, my mama's my sister. No, he legit just goes, "I love this shit." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he he's just, just I love this shit. And his justification for it was, you might die, you might not die. Who fucking knows? Let's just do this and see how it plays out. Yeah. And uh, it's very, it's so fucking violent, the shit he does in it. Like, it escalates so quickly. Um, but, uh, and it returns to Wolf Creek. Uh, that's what he does. He takes the bus and... Drives them, drives the bus to Wolf Creek, pretending to be a tour manager. And he's like, "Yeah, y'all gonna yeah. y'all gonna die by kangaroo, Obama." <laughs> no, nah, they do the old fashioned. Where's our? Where's where's blah blah blah? And he's like, "Oh, he had to." He, had but, to he, he does the Freddy. You yeah. up. <laughs> uh, no, he drug he he drugs everybody. 
Interesting. Yeah, so they all wake up. It's it's basically they all wake up on the bus, uh, and they realize the bus is in the middle of nowhere, which is by which is by Wolf Creek, and yeah. then that's they go. Well, where would he go? And the batter the the fruit he pulled the battery out so that they couldn't do anything, and he took all the he took uh, all the phones while they were out, and then it turns into well, he's not really gone. Yeah, like like you're in his. He brought you to his plate to to where he. So I'm assuming someone got their head blown off like immediately. Uh, oh, it's he. There's a lot of people, and he eliminates a lot of them extremely quick, in very graphic, hard to watch fashion. And uh, he's just, I'm honestly, it's what what works for me about that series is is it's. That cat and mouse, I love the fact that you know who the killer is. Like, they never hid that in the series. No. They were just like, this guy's a psycho. Let's watch what he does. And, um, but I love the fact that he has turned into, he has morphed into this, like, amazing hybrid of, like, Leatherface, Freddy, and Crocodile Dundee. And I just love the fact that his character just laughs. Like giggles, you know that you know what I'm talking about that little like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking love it. Like, I love that, that sick he, fuck. That sick fuck shit. There's like they got a whole part in it where they're in a building and he's in. They don't know that he's in the building with them and they're walking around in there and you see him like in the halls walking through there trying to find them and he's like dancing <laughs> with a with a pickaxe like two stepping around and shit so this is love oh and he's tormenting him he's dragging the pickaxe on the ground and like raking it against the walls and shit to make it wicked loud nice like i just it's so good hopefully you like, left me some episodes to watch bro oh i didn't even get into any <laughs> no, detail. No, no. that shit it's fucking twisty and just great there's a lot it's a it's not just the pretzel. first season was pretty much him versus one girl. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. And then the second season is him versus a bunch of people. Versus so the world. Lot, so there's a lot more. There's a lot of like, that's going to be the final person. That's the one that's going to give him trouble. Or that one's going to do it. Or that one's going to do it. And it's like, nope. Dead. Nope. Dead. They don't even let you think. Think that. They're just, they introduce it and then eliminate it. <laughs> But uh, right, I didn't know it was on Shutter, so yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, also, <laughs> Space Force. I barely even started watching it. Uh, I think we got uh, we got three episodes in before we had to do the show, and I, I'm dead. I'm dead. It's everything Steve Carell promised. Okay, it would be. It is. It's he almost plays like a Stan Smith. Yeah, American Dad, but it's very much like he's pro Trump in it. Uh, and, but it's just it's it's complete fucking lunacy. Like it's I believe when Trump originally went, I want a Space Force. I think Steve Carell was like the first one to go. I'm gonna make a series called Space Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so stacked to the cast. Like there, it's it's. It's got him. It's got um, Jane Lynch, who I don't know if you know who Jane Lynch is. I know Jane Lynch, Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I saw the I saw like the first like 
Diedrich Bader. Yeah, like the first 15 minutes of the first episode. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, no, when you, it's, you haven't even met the monkey yet. No, I I'm haven't. I'm not going to tell you what the context of that is. I'm just going to tell you there's a monkey. Okay. And you're going to love it. All right. So Space Force is good. I also love the fact that it's R-rated. Is it? Oh, God, dude. They dropped so many F-words. Awesome. There's a character in it named Fuck Tony. Awesome. Who's actually played by somebody who's become one of my favorites now is the guy that, uh, the dude from... Um, Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yeah, I know you're talking about that. Tall fuck fucking... Uh... Tony. The one that has the one that has the fucking uh, the improv, yeah, thing. Yeah. That he's in it, and that's his name on it. Is fuck Tony. He's the he's the uh, uh, space force's social media manager. So go. he's total total douche. There you go. Love it. Space farce. Space farce. You? I I've been watching Rust Valley Restorations. Oh. Uh, it's great. They they do muscle cars. They junk. Uh, they you know they take junkers, and uh, been watching that. Uh, catching up on Dexter still. Uh, I'm kind of past the uh, season that I gave up on, but I want to give a shout out to uh, John Lithgow, uh, for his you know uh, serial killer Trinity, the Trinity Killer. I might have to watch it now. Uh, you can just watch that season and be okay. Like they get, they catch you up anyway. But this, that particular season is uh, fucking awesome. And, Isn't that uh, the show with the surprise, motherfucker? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get some fries, motherfucker. Yeah. Supplies, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I just been chilling, doing the damn thing. Um, I picked this movie up a little while ago, and uh, before everything got shut off, mm-hmm. and uh, I just was cleaning out the 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 room, the studio here, and uh, it says it's here based on the Vanquishers comic book series, which I'm not a hundred percent familiar with. I don't know why I bought this movie, but. I think the the cover looked cool, maybe, or it was in the dollar bin from the dollar store. What movie? Uh, it's called Immortal Wars. Nope, never heard of it. It's got Eric Roberts, Tom <laughs> Sizemore, Bill Oberst Jr., and Sean Gerardo. Here's the cover. Oh, my God. That's Eric Roberts in the back. Come on. Uh, yeah, so this uh, next week, I'll tell you how this was. The tagline is, may the strongest survive. It's like, it looks like a Daredevil mixed with the Avengers, mixed with Justice League, mixed with Batman. So that's and it's, the, and it's not going to be as good as any of that. No, no. But I mean, Tom Sizemore's in it, in it, dude. And so is, and so is no. Is he? Is that Tom his Sizemore. least? Is that his last screen screen time? I don't know. Let Look it see. up before in, I let me see. Clear Tom Sizemore dead. Our, Tom Sizemore. Jeez, don't die, bro. Uh, how do you spell that? S. I don't know how to size. spell Sizemore. Sizemore. 
Let's just size more. Ta- American film actor Tom Sizemore. I, I I hope you know who he is. Uh, he was born on the Fourth of July. Yeah. I mean, he was in <laughs> born on the Fourth of is July. Is he still alive? Uh, yeah, he's fifty-eight. Really? Yeah, he was in True Romance, Passenger Fifty-Seven. Yeah. Natural Born Killers, Heat, one of my favorites. Uh, Shaving Private, uh, Ryan's Privates. Uh, Red Planet, Black Hawk Down, Pearl Harbor. And Celebrity Rehab. And Twin Peaks. And he made a porno. And yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Because of, of the drugs. Was it, one night, was it One Night in China? No, it was him. I believe he used to be with Heidi Fleiss. Uh, yes, that is true. He Which was. is just all sorts of gross. Yes. What, that's, Heidi Fleiss? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's worse than dating a porn star, in he, my opinion. Yeah, but he was a porn star, wasn't he? No, he just made one. Oh, okay. Trying oh, to sure. sell it. Like, he made it to try to make money. So, okay, here, listen to this. So, in July 2005, yep. Sizemore became a father when Janelle McIntyre gave birth to two tw- to twins, right? Two, two, yep. two babies. Yep. In July... Fast forward to October 2005. Uh, Tom Sizemore does the uh, Tom Sizemore sex scandal, a sex tape (laughs) featuring Sizemore and multiple women. So he sold his dick for baby formula. Oh, my God. I guess he wasn't collecting. He he opted out of the uh, percentage take on Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So, and then, I mean, he started making some money back in 2010 when, like you said, he joined Celebrity Rehab. People felt bad for him. I honestly thought he died. <laughs> I, you know what, though? What? Just like Mickey Rourke, they probably could have at some point died. No, Mickey Rourke did die. That's just somebody else. They just made up all the fucking. Oh, speaking of Mickey series. Rourke. He's an uncut gems at the end. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's not though, but when you see it, you can <laughs> I was yeah. like, is that Mickey Rourke? Nope. Oh, now I get what you're saying. I was like, where the fuck was Mickey Rourke? Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> That was a total Mickey Rourke. Yeah, it was. It was. But that's actually, that dude was a staple in Las Vegas. He's like some big shot fucking loudmouth, like. Gambler. Gambler. <laughs> yeah. Only in America could you be a fucking famous degenerate. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? Oh, Tom Sizemore, everybody. He's not in, dead. He's in, not. Yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> not but, yet. Uh, but. R.I.P. But there are there is an R.I.P. I got to put out here though, since we're talking about dead uh, transfers and Get Out actor. They gave him a a, a a most recent credit here, but we're talking about Richard Hurd, Mr. Willem, yep, from Seinfeld, passed away at eighty seven. So, R.I.P. to him. You know who we talk, who I'm talking about, right? No. Come on, bro. 
Talking about the old man? Yeah, the old man, man. When he was like, Costanza, I need you to fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Where's the card? Did you sign the card? Did you get the card uh, signed? Yeah. Oh, he was the fucking... The, uh, George Costanza's boss, but then... Boss the... at the Yankee Stadium? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he died of cancer-related causes. causes so Not a COVID death. Not a COVID death. But uh, he he's, he's a... Uh, a very accredited actor so we got him in uh starring in transfers like i said and then uh he also starred in tales from the crypt uh episode deadline and then uh he's all in uh terror out of the sky mash uh dallas v the final battle the a-team night rider planes trains and automobiles Gleaming the fucking cube, bro. Oh my god. And uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Shameless. Huh. So, the show or the movie? Uh I believe the show. Because they didn't of Shameless? Uh and Shameless. Yes. Uh so yeah. He was on the uh I think he was the the doctor or the someone on the TV in Get Out. If I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly. But yeah. R.I.P. to him. So, speaking of R.I.P., uh, I know we're all itching to get back out there and, like, mingle, you know, nuts to butts. But it says here, you and your friends can go out and kill tonight if you survive. Everybody was wondering what the next thing was going to be this year. Yes. So, it's it's one of those immersive, uh, I'm assuming, survival it's a campground. You got to survive J- the, the JV, the Jason Voorhees in Arizona. Uh, do you think that's something that you would like to partake in? Uh, like, honestly, though? Yeah. You think so? You think you'd be like, ha, 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 it's fake. And then, like. Well, I mean, it is fake. No. Oh, it's not. not real. I mean, until, like, that one, like, till. The guy playing Jason fucking takes a rip off his meth pipe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is Arizona. What if it was like a meta? Like, sound, like it was like, it, was, it wasn't real till it was real, bro. And where's, where's Stacy? <laughs> there was an awful <laughs> lot more people that checked in. Yeah. Is everybody here? Hey, I fucked the guy that's supposed to be Jason just yeah. shows up finally. Hey, I'm sorry. My car died. I just got here. Yeah, my car died. Remember, we don't got no service, bro, so I couldn't call. So the tow truck driver brought me here. I forgot my mask in the tow truck, so I'm actually calling out tonight. <laughs> it's like, wait. But you're I... standing right in front of me. <laughs> nah, man. I just got here, bro. Ready to do my heavy breathing and chasing shit. Uh, I would do it. I would do it. I'd die. I'd die immediately. Well, yeah, cause, cause what? Really. Fucking what, Ryan? Cause what? Cause, cause, it, cause sh- it's fake. So I'd be like, you have, sh- you have short legs. Cause and... I'd be like, oh my gosh, oh you got me. No, I feel like that kind of thing. Like if you're, that kind of thing's only fun. Yeah. If you can put yourself in the headspace. Yeah. I think like, I could. I think I could do it. Like I mean, if you're, but. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say because it's like you're gonna be there with a dude running around being Jason, but the dude running around being Jason's not actually. You didn't see him just kill somebody. Yeah. You'd be like, oh no, he's gonna take me and he's gonna tag me. 
Yeah. And I'm going to have to go sit over there. And be Trolls 2 again, bro. He's going to whack They're killing with... her. They're and gonna then he's wh- going to kill me. They're gonna, he's oh going to compile. Oh, my God. Whack, whack you with his LARPing machete. Yeah. It's fucking, you're out. You're out, bro. <laughs> you got to go you gotta go sit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you said, immersive, right? Mm-hmm. Then what if I turn around and just snapped, bro, and just killed Jason, and then I said, I have the power now. I mean, that's for you to discuss with your psychiatrist. I mean, that's not You know really what I mean? Like, or, or like, all right, I won't go that far, but like, what if I like was hiding in my, in like a closet, right? Like, oh shit. Oh, whew. this is fun. This is real fun. And then he just like, oh, and I just fucking smashed him right <laughs> That's face. why I don't do haunted houses. <laughs> like if I just laced them, dude, just fucking two like you're just them. like, like he, he just rips open the door and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. I just fucking whoop, boop, two piece. Yeah. And then the giant guy that they have playing Jason, you just punched him in the balls and he just fucking wrecks you. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking fake guy. What the fuck? <laughs> you fucking, fucking scared me, man. <laughs> What am, what am I supposed to do? I think it would be fun if it was like a McMamie manner. Oh, you got fucked up? He like legit like fucking. Like he 2009 you? Like if he grabbed you and like stuffed you like into a sleeping bag and yeah. then they attached it to the back of an ATV. Oh. And and drag your ass through the through the woods just bouncing off water through everything just in that shit you give up yet no fuck you oh, zip it, they zip it back up you're like you fuck <laughs> i'm I, dead i'm dead no we you ain't dead yet <laughs> no no you ain't had enough but yeah i think that would be fun to do man i'd, I'd fucking take a crack at it I mean, it'd either be fun or, like, the corniest fucking thing you've ever done. Like, oh, no, here he comes. Like you said, they're like, all right, people, put these vests on. If if your light starts flashing, you're dead. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Like, what do they do? Like, is he going to snatch people up and take them off? Yeah. Like he's, I, like, he's just going to pop out of, like, a tree. He's going to open, like, a little door, and he's going to snatch you into it. Yeah. And while you're in there, he's going to be like, all right, now you're out. Yeah, but, you're there's, but there's pizza and yeah. soda. <laughs> he just comes in, and he whispers in your ear, zap, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. There's, in the lounge, there's there's tuna salad on croissants. In the shape of hockey masks. In the shape of hockey masks. And you can watch everyone else on the monitors and laugh your ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just. (laughs) Fuck it. I'd be sitting there eating my tuna salad on a fucking hockey mask. Yeah. With uh, celery shaped in machetes. The second I fucking find out that they have that, I'd be like, let's go. Let's go. Jason. Jason. Come and get me. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll go. If we're if we're ever in Arizona, I don't see any reason for that to happen. Nah, it's hot as shit over there. But uh, all right, so let's maybe not go outside then. Uh, someone, uh, I, I saw this headline. Could you? Matt, I don't know if this is fucking. I don't care if, to know if it's true or not. You're but talking just about to, the cannibal rats. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, that's real. I, I'm not even going to look into at it sa- at the same time. Yeah, I'm not a rat, so I'm not really that worried about it. Yeah, but but rats step, eat people, you step bro. On. 
You just step on it. No, dude. Have you seen the rats of the size of your fucking leg, bro? Where? New York? Yeah, man. Well, then, you, if you Carrie never seen Crispin Glo- fucking- You never seen Crispin Glover's fucking rats? Are you talking? I'm, you're making me picture the rodents of unusual sizes from fucking Princess Bride. <laughs> they look like kangaroos, man. You never Frickin- seen the, the fucking. The, the- <laughs> Listen, there's a there's an actual documentary about little dogs that hunt rats in New York City, and uh, dude, they're the size of the dogs that are hunting them. They're like these little Shih Tzu fucking. The subway rats? Yeah. They're like this, dude. And they got... You ever fold it up like a full-size towel? You know why they call it a rat tail, right? When they wet the tip and they hit you in the nutsack? Because it's that thick, bro. It's like a small bat. I'm looking for... Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, this this is a picture... Of somebody holding one, holding one on a snow shovel. Yeah, man, they're fucking. And it's the size of a fucking snow shovel. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Dude, they, there's no joke, man. The, the rats, they just eat all day, fuck, catch the fucking. Deep Look at train. these guys. That's yeah. in Philly. Where's the? Yeah, man. That's like the- they're the they're the size of fucking raccoons. Dude, yeah, they, and they, I've seen, I have seen shit about that. I'm like, now I'm just looking at pictures <laughs> of fucking rats. Yeah. Yo, here's one. Yo, the rats on the, the rats on the subways. Here's one like holding on to the pole. Yeah, like, yo, catching the, the D train to 42nd Street, bro. So he's going. I'm going to visit my cousin. Yeah, he got the good. He got the good. Oh my god, here's, so, I, here's one of somebody holding. This is awful. Yeah. If there's ever been a reason for me not to want to ride the sub, like Jimmy Fallon rides this shit. Yeah, bro. Rides, Keanu Reeves does too. Fucking, I don't know where the, here's the snow shovel. Bro. Here's a dude actually holding one. Yeah. That's, that's a small child. That ate a small child. Yeah. Like that is so, fucking. Here's a guy that killed one with a pitchfork. Like that's what's going on in here. <laughs> yeah, bro. You fucking you talk about the apocalypse. I eat a rat. Nah, motherfucker. You getting eaten up. That fucking You never seen like, Wild Thing? Remember Wild Thing from the eighties, that movie? No. Come on, bro. When the the fucking bum lady's legs were getting eaten by a rat. Oh I'll I've never seen, forget I've that. Seen, I've seen Oof. videos of people on the subways in New York, and the, the, the rats are so, like, fucking calm around people that they just climb right up their pant leg. Yeah. Like, if you're, like, like if you're eating on the subway, you're getting a rat in your lap. Yeah, they're talking about, like, yo, where you going, motherfucker? Run them what pockets. You got on, Run your what you, pockets. What you got on that shit? <laughs> They got little hats they hold out for you to put money into. So hopefully they got Crispin Glover on the case because, yeah, we get an aggressive cannibal rats because Because of the the lack of people. Yeah. Dude, like I'm I'm not kidding you, dude. I told it was only a matter of time before fucking wildlife started taking back, you know, lions in fucking New York City. Dude, there's a fucking there's a woodchuck in my backyard. Yeah, man. They're like I didn't even know I had a woodchuck. I dude, looked we were looking in the backyard, we're like, the fuck is that thing? Yeah, and he said the same thing about you, like I haven't I never saw your kind around here. 
Like I, I'm in, I'm in like a city area. Where the fuck did a woodchuck come from? I don't know, but if a woodchuck could chuck wood, it would be the sexy Wolfman that Universal's bringing back, right? Uh, with uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, Mister, what do you want? You already lost me, Mister. What do you want, Mister? Smash your fucking head in with a hammer. I fuck a robot. Remember that. No, because I don't follow Ryan Gosling. Oh, come on, bro. Uh, Actually, brought up Ryan Gosling earlier today talking to Mandy, and it was just like a nah. From her or you? (laughs) Yeah, from her. Hard pass. You don't like him? I think he's a good good actor. I can't think of anything I've ever seen that he was in. Well, (laughs) to be totally honest with you. Really? Yeah. Huh. Actually. You never seen the, the Beyond the I Pines? Think, nope. I think he was in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, I believe that was either that or Goosebumps, one of those two. It was one of the two, and that's the only thing I've ever seen him in. And he was 12 in that, so he was to like... The, to, the ah! point that, to the point that I can't even, like, I can't even think of what he looks like. I, I'd have to look it up. Well, he looks like a regular white dude with a mustache. So douche. <laughs> sure. Uh, but it says here, uh, uh, I don't even know where to go. So Ryan Gosling is supposed to be a wolf playing, man playing something here. Uh, <laughs> on to the next. Wait, hold on. They're doing Paul Feig's Dark Army. Uh, Dexter Fletcher's Renfield, Matt Stawowski's Monster Mash, and Elizabeth 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 Banks, uh, the Invisible Woman, oh. <laughs> uh, and James Wan, Frankenstein. They can't even hear me shaking my head, but, no, but I'm I, shaking my I head. can see you. I can see you, Ryan. James can... James Wan needs to stop. Why? Because he just needs to stop. You know who can't be stopped? Dewey Riley. I don't even want... Dude, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this. I think I fucking told you yeah. why. I know. But just stop. <laughs> you West scream. We all Raven scream. is dead. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't... Whatever. I'm sure we'll watch it, but... I, it's unnecessary. I'm I gonna feel like watch it. I mean, yeah, it's but it's, un, it's unnecessary though. Like, That's our generation's wow. series. Yeah, is the Scream movies. Mm-hmm. They started with us. They were then they're supposed to end with us. Nev Campbell's like fifty, looking good as fuck still though. No, she ain't. She never was. They need to stop. Nope, not a fan. Come on, bro. Never, never was. You never believe her. Nope. You never believed uh, that she was scared? I just never found her attractive. Nev Campbell, just she has a mouth like a fucking guppy. I don't <laughs> fucking like it. A uh, guppy? It's, just, it's fucking weird. And uh, I, was, I was a Rose McGowan. A she Rose di- McGowan yeah, guy. but she died quick, bro. She got scrunched up with her titties and everything. You saw them nips. She was cool in Jawbreakers. Remember that? She's getting doggy styled by Marilyn Manson over a dead body. Yeah. Um, 
I wonder if people even remember that she was like she was the first. This Marilyn like- Manson. Marilyn Manson be tearing up Hollywood ass. <laughs> he fucking like he must be like swinging Thor's hammer or something. He went from dude. I, I, it's, I it's think the gimp suit, bro. Remember from from that? I don't. It, I mean, he had Rose McGowan walking around naked. At the MTV Awards yeah, with him. Yeah, and he was and like, she, beautiful peoples, beautiful peoples. She was in, like, all his music videos, too. I think she played Jackie O. Oh, in, in the, uh, uh, was that, that Coma White, where yeah. he's JFK getting assassinated. Yeah. One of the best songs that he's ever made, in my opinion. Yeah. Off one of the best albums. Um, that but, shit. Uh, and uh, then he was with Evan Rachel Wood. Wait, he who, was with her, too? Uh, yeah, he actually, uh, um, in the, in one of his music videos, they actually fuck on camera. Come on. Did he take her fucking, I'm not even going to go there. What? Her, her V card? Yeah. No, he just banged her like in front of an audience on, on film for his music video. Huh. And it's all legit, real. They really. She did was that. the chick from Thirteen, right, or whatever that movie yep. was called. And she, uh, Westworld. No, Westworld. No, she and, was in Thirteen too. Yes, she had the lip. She was, had the tongue ring. Uh, and across the universe, a bunch yeah. of shit. Running with uh, scissors. But uh. Oh, she's yeah. but she's fucking. She's crazy too, though. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. She's fucking nuts too. She looks like she. She looks like she was fucking him. She might have been. <laughs> Cause, yeah, she's she's got that little t- that little twinkle, but uh, yeah. So David Arquette's coming to fuck Evan Rachel Wood one more time. It's Scream Five. If they do not reveal that he was it the whole time, that it was him the whole time, it's gonna be like surprise, motherfucker. Uh, David Arquette is the ghost man, Father Death. He needs to be him. Yeah, it's got to be. That's him. I believe that was a or no? Was he ever? I don't know if he was ever going to actually be the killer. It's always been. It look. Listen. It always seemed like they designed it to be. Listen, bro. But the first movie hinted that there was a cop involved. Yes. And I'm pretty sure that's what they did with Scary Movie. Yeah. Was why they did that. But anyway, so Scream 5 coming to a theater not near you because they're all shutting down. But, they need uh, to stop. Huh? They need to stop. Yeah, but you know who can't remember- stop? Oh, man, I was going to make a reference to David Arquette's band. Oh, what was that called? Uh- Ear 2000? Yeah. They did that <laughs> shitty-ass song that's on, I think, the Scream 3 soundtrack. Yes. With David Arquette singing. Yes. Dumb. So you know who else is singing, though? Who? Horror Grandma Turns Cam Girl, bro. Oh. Jamie Lee Kurtz uh, set to direct a horror film called Mother Nature for Blumhouse. Oh, okay. You fucking prick. (laughs) (laughs) Did you really think I was about to drop an OnlyFans link page here? Yeah, I thought you were going to. Uh, so it's centered around climate change. We know we got to fight that demon. Uh, and that Curtis is both directing and co-writing a script with Cole, Comet Pictures' Russell Coleman. Uh, Curtis is also directing How We Sleep at Night, the Sarah Cunningham story for a lifetime. 
Mother, may I sleep with danger tonight at five. Uh, I didn't know that Lifetime was still a thing, but damn. That's still a channel? I, th- I guess so, brother. That's the first time I've seen, like, like uh, the story of, uh, I forget. That, that la- Some lady walked up to another lady and shot her in the face when she opened the door. Like, all those fucking stories. Like, oh, the Lorena Bobbitt shit. That's, I saw that on Lifetime. Remember they used to dramatize, like, all the fucking true crime shit? Yes. Yeah, so. I'd be like, damn, Lorena Bobbitt did not look that hot. <laughs> Why'd they get her? But uh, you you know who else doesn't look too hot? Who? Simon Pegg. You'd be nice. No, nah, he's, he's, dude, if you watch this trailer, it's called Inheritance. Right? I'll watch it now. Yes, watch it. Uh, and while you watch it, I'll talk a little bit about it. So... Simon Pegg has long hair. He looks like uh, like a uh, l- like a weirdo, right? So it says here, synopsis: A patriarch of a wealthy and powerful family suddenly passes away, leaving his wife and daughter with a shocking secret inheritance that threatens to unravel and destroy their lives. So it stars one Lily Collins. You know her, yes, from Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Uh, uh, Phil Collins' daughter. Yeah, and uh, we got one Simon Pegg. Yo, they 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 fucking big timed them, dude. They said Simon Pegg from Mission Impossible. Oh man! <laughs> and then they dropped the Shaun of the Dead, bro. Come they on, didn't man. even, me- but they didn't even mention Star Trek. No, he's Scotty. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got one Connie Nielsen uh, from the Wonder Woman franchise. Uh, we got Chase Crawford from The Boys, Gossip Girl. We got uh, Marquette Richardson from Dear White People, True Blood. And one Patrick Warburton from Family Guy and Get Smart, which he made like 20 years ago with fucking Steve Carell and The Rock. Right. Uh, the film is going to be uh, is directed by Vaughn Steen. Uh, from Terminal, Every Breath You Take, and written by Matthew Kennedy, making his screenwriting debut. It's, uh, this wig is bad. Yeah, I told you, brother. He looking rough. So it seems like it's like a figure it out who done it type of deal, because I guess that guy's locked up. Yep. Um, and then, like, oh, you learn the secrets if you follow everything. You will know your family's secrets. And then Patrick Warburton's like, whatever you do, go devils. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Nope. He looks he looks kind of fucked up. It, it, it's saying uh, it, it's already playing. Uh, I couldn't get past. I could, I could not get past the wig. <laughs> but is this another is this another where Simon Pegg's like, I'm a funny guy. Let me do some dramas. Let me do some thrillers. Let me do some I mean, actual horror. I think they I think they all eventually they got to you know you can't even uh, people seem to forget Mike Myers yeah fucking made studio 54 he did he did which I thought he was phenomenal in but the rest of the movie sucked yeah he was good Ryan, in that he Ryan Felipe that. is fucking garbage and everything he's done Nah, he was good in uh, Gattaca he was, was in Gattaca. Was he in Gattaca? Oh no, that, that was, was Ethan Hawke Hawk and uh, Judd. Uma Thurman. What's the other? 
I don't What's know. the other British it, guy? It, the other I British guy. I haven't seen Gattaca <laughs> since like fucking high school. Bro, Gattaca was awesome. Mm. It was good, bro. You don't want to wish to go up there with the rich guys? No. You know? I just found the plot to be just completely unlikely. Super glue and other people's fingertips, tears, and shit like that. Like, yeah. if you got the technology to be able to do all the shit that that he's got to like do all the tricks to get through, then that technology is probably good enough to be able to tell that you got super glued fingertips on. I would hope so. They're like, hey, you're not Ryan Philippe mistaken guy's fucking fingertips. <laughs> You're Ethan Hawke. Yeah. So speaking of Ethan Hawke and Gattaca, uh, King Kong. I just looked at this. Versus Godzilla. And I'm so happy that the drawings don't look like what the top of the page looks like. <laughs> yeah. Because I saw that and I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. At like first they gave him a lumberjack on the top of the page. Yeah. I was like, is that? No. But I like that the draw in the in the drawings underneath, they gave him more of a Sasquatchy look. Like I can accept the, that. Yeah, though. with like the the ruffled neck, like he's kind of got like that grown up neck beard, like yeah, you know, down to well, the, I mean, down to the he's down, a down to the gorilla. tits, down to the he's tits. A, um, yeah. dude, and he's all he's all fucking traps, dude. He's all traps. Yeah. Well, it's fucking Kong. And Look at I, his can't, I can't, I, I'll say it again. I've yep. said it already on the show. I very much look forward to Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, goddamn right. Both Godzilla, both of the new Godzilla movies were fucking, these aren't movies you watch for plot. You watch them for like the visual insanity. Yeah. And both Godzilla movies delivered fucking King of Monsters was just mind blowing. Listen. King of Monsters did not need any humans in it. No. <laughs> They're it like did not. fucking Ghidorah was insane looking. Yeah. And they even had humans interacting with Ghidorah and it was just they didn't need to be there. No, you're, the fact you're speaking that they to a god. Money, the fact that they paid money to like CGI little tiny blips down by his feet. Yeah. Like stupid. You so stupid. It's just and Kong and uh, Kong Skull Island was just fun. Yeah, that was that a good was a, one. And I love that they made him so fucking big. Yeah. But so speaking of making him look so big, uh, it follows. Remember, that's one of a, a good movie that we like. Yes. Uh, David Robert Mitchell is directing a new take on superheroes. That's why I said it follows. Copy paste. Because I believe we've seen a, a take on. Uh, Superheroes. So I'm assuming it's going to be some kind of horror esque uh, with heroes and villains. But I think we already saw that, right? Uh, yeah, that would be called Brightburn. Yeah. So it says here uh, in the wake of it follows and under the Silver Lake, filmmaker David Robert Mitchell, Mitchell is uh, making his stamp on the superhero genre with heroes and villains. So it says this, this site describes the film. Uh, picked up this week by MGM uh, as a genre bending, genre blending, and genre bending project. Uh, he will be directing 
and he also wrote the script. So it says details are being kept hidden in a secret headquarter, but it is described as a new take on superheroes. Will horror be one of the genres blended into David Robert Mitchell's fresh new take or uh, the most popular genre at the box office? Only time will tell. So, like I said, if it has anything that resembles Superman gone bad, I already saw it, and there's another show on TV called The Boys, too, that you can check out. <laughs> Fucking superheroes gone bad. So I've been meaning to watch that. It's good. I liked it. Um, uh, yeah, so um, I wanted to give a shout-out to the Dark Offering. Uh, dude, Marcus uh, is putting together a movie. He's actually filming everything during lockdown, social distancing style. He's got uh, Felissa Rose. We got... Yep. Uh, from Sleepaway Camp, obviously. Uh, Terry Alexander. Uh, Tamara Glynn from Halloween 5. Eileen Dietz. Um, <clears throat> it's written by him and Elizabeth Piper, who's an award-winning actress, producer, and effects makeup artist. Who also She has her own line of FX Blood products called Cineblood. Typo. The, the film synopsis is Sophia Hapgood, is thrust into a horrifying world after her brother James brings her into a fatal situation. He passes a demon to her that she must spread to others within six days or else they both die. Sophia must make a choice to save her brother or find a way to end the curse. So, <clears throat> But uh, it also has uh, Cliff, uh, Clifton Dunn, Sean C. Phillips, Paul Sheehan, Michael Levy, uh, which and Jason Levy, uh, which you might recognize from uh, Terrifier, uh, Lydia Coleman and Tina Nikolova. So, check it out. It's his first social distancing movie. Well, I don't know if it's the first one. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's Corona shot. Corona zombies. No, no, no. I mean, it's it's entirely shot. I think like. Like on their own separate locations, like a, I, like a Zoom. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So like unfriended. I uh, probably. Um, but yeah. So, <clears throat> and then I wanted to mention this here because we talked about this before. We covered it before. Event Horizon. Uh, there's the director's cut. That, yes, uh, I actually was just reading this article earlier today. Uh, I'm kind of excited that you put it on here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had a, that. You're, we're never going to see that copy of Event Horizon. No. It's never going to happen. I don't even think. I think they said it doesn't even exist, as far yeah. as I know. Yeah. Um, if it does, it's like in somebody's fucking back catalog in a yeah. wall somewhere. Yeah, Grandma got it underneath the but, strawberry uh, candy. But I mean, there's some really good mentions on this list for people that aren't aware of what we're talking about. It is. Uh, a list on bloodydisgusting.com of nine horror movies that we're still waiting for the director's cut on. Mm-hmm. Like this, and, fingers fingers crossed. Um, this list includes Hellraiser Bloodline. Yeah, with the, that uh, was that was yeah. hacked. Yeah, from 110 to 85 minutes. Yeah, they chopped that and, fucking thing and up. re and they changed the director because they were so pissed off with the original director. Mm-hmm. That pinhead didn't even pop up on the screen for 40 minutes. They were like, the fuck is that shit? Yeah, pretty much. I, but I do want to mm-hmm. mention Knights of Badass them. I don't even know where the, 
Oh shit! It's the dude. This dude. Steve Zahn. Yeah. Um, it was meant to be a horror com- or a horror comedy about LARPers conjuring up demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and heavy metal mayhem, and they ended up cutting out all the horror. Really, I didn't even know keep- that. And keeping it as a comedy. The final cut removed all the horror, leaving unrecognizable shell of a film uh, of the film that Joe Lynch had created. Uh, His vision went heavy on decapitations, bloody battles, chaos and gore by KNBFX. And he had cited uh, he had uh, cited influences like American Werewolf in London and Army of Darkness. Oh, wow. And they cut all of it out. I did not know that. They literally did. Hmm. Um, another good one on this list that uh, I actually would love to see a director. I'd love to see the original version of is Book of Shadows, Blair yeah. Witch 2. That, I believe that. I, I remember, because it's been a while since I see, saw that one. But that was a fucking shit show as well, wasn't it? Uh, they <clears throat> basically took a film that was uh they went more or uh his movie was more meta and untraditional yeah uh and psychological okay. uh it leaned more on am of uh, on a amb uh amb uh i can't say the word ambiguity Ambu- yeah okay. uh to dial up uh the psychological unraveling of his characters but uh, Artisan Entertainment wanted something more commercial, so they forced them to recut and reshoot, um, including scenes that weren't originally included, like the the scene where they like kill all the tourists. Yeah, that wasn't in the original version. They made him add that to add a more clear cut horror. Uh, they wa- uh, they wanted it more on the nose. Yeah, and then they. Uh, um, they kind of remember, if you remember, they broke it up through interrogations, mm-hmm. and it's kind of jumps around in time a lot, and the original version was a linear narrative. Mm-hmm. So they went back and refilmed all these interrogation scenes to break it up and uh, add more straightforward gore. What's the other one? The Thing? 2011? Uh, yeah, they actually... Um, they demanded uh, Universal demanded reshoots on it. They're talking about the CG, right? Uh, yeah, it was done uh, all practically initially. With. Yep, and they and wanted they, CGI's, and they made them add CGI over practical work, uh, and created an entire different uh. ending. That sucks. Uh, the original conclusion, the main character, Kate, discovered the pilot on the alien ship, revealing that it belonged to a species killed by the thing. Uh-huh. Um, an escaped specimen that was collected by the pilot. That's what the thing was supposed to be. Um, and the ship also had a pod room originally full of various alien species, including the xenomorph. Uh. Um. So it was supposed to be kind of like a tie-in. Yeah. But they cut all that. Interesting. Hmm. I'm looking at a lot of these other movies going, oh, this one. This one's totally worth mentioning. Because I read this and I had no idea. Cursed. Yes. That shitty werewolf movie that Wes Craven made. Yeah. 
Uh, you didn't they, know that? You didn't know all this? I something? didn't. I didn't know that they had filmed an entire movie. Yeah. Before Bob Weinstein went, nope. Yeah. And uh, he fired they, fucking everybody. Rick Baker had made, made a whole they suit. They made Kevin Williamson write an entire new script. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, which put it on hold for a year and caused Craven to have to throw away seventy percent of the footage. Yeah. Uh, including uh, Christina Ricci, uh, Skeet Ulrich, yeah, and uh, Jesse Eisenberg, and several uh, several notable cast members uh, were cut mm-hmm. or dropped due to lengthy hiatus. Uh, the most disheartening was Rick Baker's practical werewolf effects were then replaced by all computer ones. Yep, uh, he talked about en- that on. Uh- one of his Instagram stuff, and they cut the movie from an they cut the movie from an R rating to a PG thirteen. So, um, so hashtag released a Craven cut. Uh, nobody released the Craven, or there okay. is it still exists. Yeah, yeah. They just don't know who has it. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's one of those things that maybe Craven had in his office. Maybe so. Like, this was a good movie. It was. I mean, special it, effects, right? Because they were talking, like, I remember <clears throat> it was either on, a, I think he was, oh, it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. So he was on Rick Baker. And he was talking about that. And uh, he was like, dude, we worked so hard on making, like, all the hands and the the flat, you know, like, the stuff that the yeah. person was going to wear when the werewolf, right. like, ran around and, like, it was all shot. It looked great on film, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're not using that." It was like so, like heartbreaking that you know. Well, imagine all the they put months of work into into designing this shit with an entire staff, and you know, preliminary and sculpting. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, we're gonna use computers. Yeah, computers. You ever heard of this thing, computers? And cursed is terrible. Cursed, but see, but knowing that they were like, "Oh no, you're all make y'all making a real movies." Listen, first we want Christina Ricci. We want her to be like the sexy werewolves, right? And then Jesse yep. Jesse Eisenberg is gonna be Jesse Eisenberg. It's a werewolf, and uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, you gotta watch out for the werewolf. Yeah, I'm gonna steal Facebook in 20 years <laughs> and make make people who interview me cry. Yeah, he's an asshole. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that sucks with the special effects. But don't forget to hit up Wuchi.com for pro-quality prosthetics and SFX makeup all year round. Uh, don't use computer people. Use a special discount code, Mandy Strange, for uh, 15% off your entire order. M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E. Mandy Strange. All right. Oh, yeah. This episode's also brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Mm, drink that drinky drink. Stop it. That's the ghost of Colin Childress. 30 years ago, he butchered a woman with an axe and then set himself on fire. It's dark. It's gloomy. It's filled with terror. <laughs> Don't even think about going down there. So why can't people stay out of the cellar? I love to be frightened. If you love to be frightened, then this cellar is the place to
to be. Life becomes a nightmare, which she won't stay out of the basement and is snared by the evil cellar dweller. It will eat you out of the house. It'll eat you out of house and home. Down in the pit, there's it. The shape of nightmares to come. Cellar Dweller is a 1988 horror film about a comic book artist who unleashes a demon after drawing it. It was directed by John Carl Beekler and written by Don Mancini, who was credited as Kit Dubois. Kit Dubois. So, uh, synopsis. uh, 30 years have passed since the grisly murder slash suicide of Colin Childress, creator of the comic book Cellar Dweller. But as often happens to those ignorant of it, comic book artist Whitney Taylor is doomed to repeat history in a most grotesque way, little does she know that her twisted renderings will soon reincarnate the bloody hysteria of Cellar Dweller. Who's in this bitch? Uh, we got a Deborah, uh, Deborah, 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 Farentino is Whitney Taylor. Who's that? That's the, uh, that's that's the, the main, main chick. That's the main chick. Not the side chick. No, the main chick. Then we got Brian Robbins, who played Philip Lemley. Philip? Oh, no, Philip. Do you know? Wait, let's go back to De- Deborah Farentino. Mm-hmm. Remember 1999 miniseries, Storm of the Century? Yep. She was in that. Ah. She was also in Easy Street, bro, 1996. Remember that? No. Do you remember Get Real, bro? Nope. I was sheltered. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, so you like said I Robbins? Said, Robbins? Yep, Brian Robbins. What was he in? Whatever you're <laughs> clicking on is faster than me. So uh, He's the current president of Nickelodeon. Really? Can you believe that? Well, I've seen some of the questionable things that they allow on there now. Wow. He started producing all that. Oh, in the 1990s. Hmm. And uh, One Tree Hill and Smallville. Ugh. <laughs> so, who was. I forget. See, all right. He was Philip, right? Was yes. that. That was the guy with the big mouth, right? Right. Okay, with the big teeth. Like, you got to draw, girl, because you so goose. Right? Yeah. Like, yes. With the mullet. Yes, the guy with the fucking mullet. Yo, am I bothering you? No, I was trying to look up other shit that I thought he was in, but... Nope, he's just big mouth in this. Oh, he directed Good Burger. Did he really? And Varsity Blues. With the whipped cream? Yep, and Ready to Rumble. 
What? And Hardball. Wait a minute. That and guy. the Shaggy Dog. That guy? And Norbit. Come on. How you doing? How you doing? And Meet Dave. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Are you fucking kidding me? He was also featured as an actor. In what? Facts of Life. Oh, I learned about the facts of life Dude, from no, watching the facts of life. Taxi. Really? Uh, Three's Company, Knight Rider, Different Strokes, New Heart, Charles in Charge, Growing Pains, uh, Mr. Belvedere, Kids Incorporated, Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Bud the Chud. Head uh, of the Class. Dude, he did 114 episodes ahead of the class. So he was a main character on Head of the Class. Wow. Full House? Uh, he was on Full House and Keenan and Kel. Holy shit. Yep. He also directed Nightmare Room. Interesting. Um, Remember Birds of Prey? One season. Hey, one season. Nope. Never saw it. It was terrible. Um, he, yeah, he's a... He's a busy little beaver. He also produced stuff like Wild Hogs, Old Dogs. Oh, I remember that. Fred yeah. the mo- Fred the movie. Wait, the the annoying fucking high pitched voice guy. Yep. Oh, uh, he produced the Amanda Show. That was terrible. Yep. Uh, Keenan and Kel, all that. Cousin Skeeter. Um, he got really, he wrote the movie Big Fat Liar. Did he? Yep. So, yeah, and, uh, he also wrote the All That 10th Anniversary Reunion, which was in 2005, so if you want to feel real fucking old. Wow. That was the 10th anniversary, well, they're all on it now. Yeah. That's crazy. I wrote that guy off because of the hairdo. No, he's he's somebody. Interesting. So everybody, without everybody. further without further ado, Brian Bri Robbins. Um. Then uh, we also have Vince Edwards as Norman, Mel- uh, whatever Melshecki. Melshecki. Yes. Um. <clears throat> and he. That was the old guy, right? Yep, he was in. Uh, he went to the Aca- American Academy of Dramatic Arts and Ooh. was in class. His class included Anne Bancroft and Grace Kelly. Oh, and you got those sexy legs. Uh, yeah, he was in a bunch of shit. Hiawatha, Mister Universe, Hiawaska. Hi- uh, yep, The Visitors, The Devil's Brigade, Desperados. Returned space Ra- space raiders, Returned. Knight Rider, Returned. Battlestar Galactica. You got Return to Higher Horror High here. Nineteen eighty seven. Oh, you gotta dig that one little one out of there, huh? You got that right there. Return to her. The next uh then we got Cheryl Ann Wilson as Lisa, <clears throat> not clickable. Is so. that is that the bitch? Yep. No, that was Amanda. That was Amanda. Oh, that's uh, Lisa's the interpretive dancer. Yeah, the blonde bombshell, blue-eyed beauty. You rock my fucking world. Uh, We have Pamela Bellwood. Yeah, as Amanda. As as Amanda. And some of her credits include 
Airport 77. Uh, the Incredible Shrinking Woman. Ooh, I remember that. Uh, Mannix. Don't know that. Uh, Beretta. Wait, the show Beretta? Yeah, the Holy show shit. Beretta. Holy uh, shit. Cocaine, One Man's Seduction. What? Can you put that Murder. on the, you put that Life on the go- list? Life Goes On, Murder She Wrote. Murder She Did Write. Women, Stories of Passion. Okay. Uh, we have one Mr. Jeffrey Combs. We don't really need to get into him too deep. Everybody knows who he is, but he is the uh, ill-fated Colin Childress. Childress. He was he marked. In the very beginning, and he Jeffrey Combs the fuck out of it. Yes. Oh, my God, this drawing. It's so good. Oh, no. He's um, killing... And- and then the biggest star out of the whole bunch. Who? One Miss Yvonne DiCarlo. Oh, yeah? As Miss Briggs, I feel a change. And she had quite the career. She did, actually. Uh, she was in Salome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Frontier Gal. She was in the Ten Commandments. I'm getting to the stuff that she that was big. Um, she, we'll just go right to the good shit. She was in Casbah. Ooh, that's a good one. Rock the Casbah? Yeah, but then she, uh, she was also Calamity Jane. Okay. She was in a lot of old Hollywood shit. Buccaneers, Gal, uh, Tomahawk, wow. shit like that. But what everybody would mo- oh well besides 10 commandments where she does the very unconvincing moses yeah. there's a man He's among just... the sheep yeah. with the big with the big green screen except it wasn't green screen back then it was it was a movie screen playing behind her yeah um but uh, i mean most notably she is lily monster mhm um, from, which, the, uh, from the monsters, which, which is where I had a crush on her. Oh yeah, I think everybody had the hots for Lily Monster. Who didn't? Uh, point, point them out. Who didn't? Yvonne DiCarlo. Everybody's yeah. fucking hot crush, fucking jerking it. Tur- they're turking to it. But is this movie awesome? Kind of. <laughs> yes, it has its moments. Um. All right, let's get to the point of it, though. Right, comic book artists. We all know comic books, horror comics, EC comics. We got the uh, the Tales from the Crypts, uh, the Haunt of whatever that's called, Fear Haunts, all that shit. Right. Yeah. So there is a, there is a niche for it, <clears throat> um, but my man went into the Book of Dark Arts. Yep. A la fuck it, Ui Dambella, Nick to Daramus. All that shit and was like, woe is me who draws the monster I cannot see. And then he draws a scene and then the monster's like, who's next? And then he lit, he lit the whole fucking place on fire on accident. Uh-huh. So it started off good because I was like, I like the, right. I like the monsters. Let's just let's just call this film for what it is. Yeah. It's not well acted. Nope. It's not well shot. Nope. 
it is not well written. Nope. Uh, it's not even well rendered. Nope. But what it is is a shot for you to see what uh, what Harry from Harry and the Hendersons would look like if he fucked Station from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. This is what the baby would look like. Yeah. Like a cellar dweller. Um, this movie was 100%. Like this, the cellar dweller made me think of like like Beast Man. Well, or something like let that. Let me like, let me let me yeah, Beast Man. Let me from He Man, right? Yeah, that's so. All right, so this was uh, under the Empire International Pictures umbrella, which uh, later became uh, Full Moon Full Moon uh, Productions by uh, you know you know one Charles Band, um, but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so it, it was uh, on Empire International Pictures uh, by Charles Band, but that was gone, you know. But Empire, uh, they 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 did a number of low budget horrors, uh, including Transfers, Dungeon Master, uh, Reanimator, From Beyond, Dolls, Terrorvision, Prison, Troll, and Ghoulies. So this was. Early, early full moon. So I I'm, mean, you didn't list out. You list it's it's these movies all have a common thing though. Yeah, they're all they're all, they're all so bad. It's that good, are great because yeah. of the, they're so unbelievably like outside the realm of like actuality and like any kind of reality that is just like this was this was very much. It gave me a feel of like they were they were like well, creep show worked. Yeah. <laughs> so what if we just made one long creep show segment? Like yeah. this could have been a lot better as like a creep show segment as a short. Yeah, no, legit. And because that was the thing, like once it got going, like all right, because it opens up like right away. It goes thirty years earlier, right? And then he's at his house. Oh my god, the beast! And he like sets. He realizes like what's going on because he crumbles the paper and the beast is like. And then he lights it on fire on accident again, once again. Because back in the day, I guess 30 years before, or 60, because they go 30 years earlier and then they go 30 years later. So it's, it's been 60 years. Right. So, um, so they go, uh, uh, I, I'm assuming he was, because they show him inking first, right? So, right. What I didn't get was where the fuck did the turpentine come from in order to ignite the flames of Cause it, hellish cause fuck, fire? Because fuck your question. Yeah, I That's know. That's the kind of movie it is. So, so and then he, he vanquishes the monster real quick because he realizes he, he, he hits him with that, uh, that, uh, um, that uh, you know, the monster one where the kid realizes with David Allen Greer. Yeah. Uh, he fucking uh, uh, shit, and he crumbles him up, sets him on fire. Now, the 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 Colin Childress estate becomes a a like a a, a pioneer, fa- yeah, performing arts school. Sixty years later, now the basement is off limits. Is off limits, which she just walked right into. She did. Which let's keep in mind that this performing arts school, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to get into. Uh, it had four students. 
It had four students, and none of them were good. No. And anything. Yeah, she's like, what does she do? Oh, she dances seductively on the kitchen counter while Philip here is planning to take over Nickelodeon 30 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. They don't realize his sketches he was dry were yeah. preliminaries of Ed from Good Burger. Yeah. But uh, the basement was fucking awesome. Yeah. It had the mural, a cellar dweller, all this it was- shit. It was like a full, like what you would expect, like a comic book office to look like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, that became the setting because this movie had two settings. The basement and fucking upstairs. Yeah, they shot this all in two rooms. Yeah, that's it. And uh, so, I mean, (sighs) she brings it back to life, I guess, by... uh, um, you know, redrawing it like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna by play, yeah, by plagiarizing. Yeah, she yeah. brings it back. Yeah, yeah. Because let's not forget that. Yeah, everybody else was kind of dicks, but this bitch did plagiarize this guy. If she didn't plagiarize him, the shit never would have happened. No, and the movie, and, and see, the thing I didn't get is that. All right, Miss Briggs, right? All right. She let her into school, right? Right. But then she was in cahoots with Amanda talking about that bitch. That's that's what I'm saying about this movie, though, is that the plot was just very convoluted. It was. Like, it seemed like they just wrote... It almost seems like they wrote it as they went to just move the scenes along. Like, they knew that this movie was shit. And they're like, we just gotta just, just, just dialogue it till we get to the monster. <laughs> well, that's the thing, like... All right, and the they, monster, no one ever noticed this monster because he always just stood up right in front of him, like Brrr. they're like, "Where did he come from?" Oh my god, he's still wet of ink, <laughs> and that was that was the like the thing, like when. <clears throat> all right, so since we're mo- we already talked about the the plot and the pacing, but when the shit hits the fan, right when she starts fucking dude, because if you know anything about drawing comic books, they say that like. A good comic book like sequence artist can get like like six pages done in a day if you're crazy. But on average, you get one page to two pages done a day. So she was fucking killing it. And then at some point, I was when I was watching the movie, I was like, "You need to stop because you're gonna run out of fucking people to kill in this comic book." But this right. is the other thing. She drew the she drew the monster right in some like right. and she seemed like she was in like some like trance because like and she killed that full pinup in like two seconds. Right. She started with the eyeballs and then she was fucking rawr, like right. the next frame. And I was like, damn. But remember that out of nowhere, the pages started drawing themselves. Because uh-huh. that's that's what. The, that's what the plot needed at that point when they were sitting there. They needed the right for today's shooting. Yeah, they're like, "What's going on? Where's Where's fucking Bruce? Bruce or whatever his fucking name is? Where's Norman? Yeah. Well, he went upstairs practicing his line. No, the monster was like, Ooh, and like now it's like supernatural, bendy the universe thing. Like, I want to see on that page me ripping his fucking head off. But right. We're going to save money and do everything off screen, though. Uh, There was a lot of I was there was a couple 
I don't know, man, with this movie. Like, this, it, like, had... I would have liked to have seen it go more bonkers, gore-wise. Like, because there was some cool little snippets. Yeah. Um, Like, when he... Because they always show... It was always tight on his face when he was eating. So you couldn't really see what what I had to guess was some janky-ass rubber hand or arm or something with some jelly on it. Um, But, I mean, like, when he sucks the eyeball in like a fucking... Like a spaghetti noodle. Yeah. That shit was cool. Um, When he took the head off of Norman. Yeah. That was fucking like so over the top that I, and that would, which tells me they had the capability to do it. And I would have liked to have seen it more. Yeah. I I felt if you notice that they reused the same, like, like fucking, for every in between every fucking like swipe of the hand or like someone getting mauled, they showed him eating like the same foot yeah. and the same arm. They just shot it once and just used it again. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm saying. Cause like, I was like, oh, this shit's going to get fucking bloody quick. And no. Nope. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're going to simulate here. Okay, swipe. And then like. It even had the it even had the shitty effect of somebody burning alive, but the flames are like five feet in front of them, yeah, like, ah. and they're just like no, and then lay down. Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, it had some. I, I liked the movie. It had it had some good parts. It, it's one gonna... of those. It's one of those like you just watch it to just be like, this is fucking crazy bullshit like yeah okay you know it's it delivers what it says it's going to i just felt that it was kind of not delivering enough yeah of the goods of why you're gonna watch this movie because it's got crazy gore in it over the top crazy gore it had a couple little glimmers of it but i mean overall we i mean we put this show we were supposed to do the show last week yeah and we didn't end up doing it, and I'll just go on record to say that in most cases, I would have watched the movie again. <laughs> I remember I, enough about it to happen. Yeah, like, I, I, I can carry the, I can carry an episode, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, There's no nuance, like... It's the first <laughs> ten minutes has Jeffrey Combs in it, watch it for that. Well, he, uh, did, he did it, like you said, he hammed it up. And that's why, right. like, I was like, cellar dweller, you know. I don't think that's hamming it up. I think that's just how Jeffrey Combs acts. Yeah, I was like, cellar dweller, details later. <laughs> I mean, but hey, you, you know what? This movie's just a, te- just a, just a, it, it's, it's, I'm just going off on a tangent here at this point. Yeah. Um, it, it made me come to a realization that if uh-huh. I was going to be, an actor actor i would just i would be why be a tom hanks when you could just be a jeffrey combs yeah and just not give a fuck nope he's like he's like the rob schneider of horror movies like he didn't give a shit it's steady work and at the same time he made this laundry list of shitty and questionable horror movies yeah there's gems in there, yes. That's bound to happen eventually. Well, let's name these but, gems. Let's see these gems. But he became an icon. Yeah. In horror. 
And all he literally did was just didn't say no. Yeah. He was in uh, The Man with Two Brains. Remember that? Yep. Steve Martin joint. Uh, Reanimator, which I love. You like that one? Yes. From Beyond. Awesome movie. Cyclone. Never heard of it. But it's a science fiction action film about a woman who must keep the ultimate motorcycle from falling into the wrong hands. Son of a bitch. Uh, Then we got the uh, Pulse Pounders. It's an anthology film directed by Charles Band. Uh Uh-oh, another Charles Band added to the list. So uh, it's uh, two of which are the sequels to The Dungeon Master and Transfers, and the third is an adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's The Evil Clergyman. All right. We got The Pit and the Pendulum. Yep. That's a good one. Robot Jocks. That's a good one. It's a post-apocalyptic science fiction film directed by Stuart Gordon and starring Gary Graham, Anne-Marie Johnson, and Paul Coslow. Uh, It says here, the film plot follows Achilles, one of the robot jocks who pilot giant other robots. He was in The Giver, bro. Mark Hamill's. Really? Yes. You know that? No. I didn't know that. I was he was. Just, he played another doctor in it. Uh, oh, dude! All right, okay. I'm gonna switch this up. I'm gonna go. All right, I named some of his movies. I'm gonna go through his roles. Let me see how many doctors he's played. Doctor Jones. Uh, Doctor Herbert West, Doctor East, Doctor Pyle, Doctor Mordred, uh, Doctor Haggis. Uh, let's see here. Dr. Carrington. Uh, Dr. Richard Benjamin Vanacut. Dr. Eck. Dr. Herbert oh, wow. West. Dr. Preston King. Uh, Dr. Richard Benjamin Vanacut again. Just Dr. 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 Carpenter. And then he played himself. Dr. I didn't even realize he was in. I still know what you did last summer. Yeah. Mr. Brooks. Um, well, he's also in The Frighteners, which is my favorite role of his. People can argue that Herbert West, Herbert West, I love Special Agent Milton Dammers. He was so fucking. <gasps> that whole part, just the well, whole character. Marked up. Just, My body yeah. is a roadmap of pain. And then he goes to get in the fucking. When he goes to get in the car and he, like. Reaches into his coat and pulls out the little donut. Yeah. And the it's just, he sells that movie so hard. Dude, it's so good when he, like, the guy goes to, like, shake his hand and he's like. Yeah. Oh, he's great in it. He's phenomenal in that yeah. movie. I mean, it's hard to say anybody's phenomenal in The Frighteners. Uh, but Judge was good. <laughs> that's just John Afton and makeup. That He didn't change how he acted. Yeah. Um, but I, I absolutely love him in that movie. Um, so he was good in this one. I, I, I also, I'm just going to say it when I was younger and I didn't know any better. I really liked house on haunted hill. There's nothing wrong with that, Ryan. Um, I thought, uh, yeah, they're fucking hard to watch now. <laughs> now. But, yes. Uh, Dr. Vanneke was fucking yeah. terrifying yeah. until he started. That was in the era of the, <laughs> Shaky, the, the shaky t- ghost, the, the tool video, fucking ghost. Yeah. Head. yeah. Um. 
he's got a lot of fucking garbage in here. Beethoven's Treasure Tale. Mm hmm. As Fritz Brockschnauer. Yep. Um, Fritz Honka. And he's, let's see here, he was in Howard Lovecraft in the Undersea Kingdom as King Abdul. King Abdul. He also paid, played HP himself, I think, and won something. Uh, Howard Lovecraft in the Kingdom of Madness. He also has a movie coming out called, uh, I want to say, Gino, Gino Sashi. Don't know that one. But I know I one that we, you recently reviewed, Holiday Hell. I thought he was great in that. Yeah. He Jeffrey, it's it's. He just shows up and Jeffrey combs it. Yeah, he seems it's like just, a like a nice, genuine dude too. I think he's just weird. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, he's in the same niche as like Bruce Campbell back in the day. Yeah. That overacting, over dramatic, yeah, kind of thing. He just uh, Bruce Campbell just parlayed it into comedy. Yeah, so. Maybe Jeffrey Combs isn't funny. I don't know. Like, <laughs> He's not funny. He's not funny. I'm not happy. So it says the film was released directly to video cassette. And of course it was. And Laserdisc back in 1988 Ooh. by New World Video. Uh, in 1991, Star Maker Video released a tape in the EP mode. After that, MGA released an Amazon.com exclusive VHS of the film. Wow. Interesting. In 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 what year? Uh, nineteen ninety. Uh, it doesn't say the year, but it says uh, nineteen ninety one. I was gonna say nineteen ninety one. There was an Amazon dot com in nineteen ninety one. Uh, I I don't know about ninety one, but I know they were renting out books sometimes in some sometime in the late mid nineties. Huh. Amazon dot com. Now we use them to buy knives and fucking. And then oh, survival gear. Yeah. Uh, but in October 2013, it was released on DVD by Scream Factory, along with Contamination 7, Catacombs, and The Dungeon Master. Huh. As part of the second volume of their Scream Factory all-night horror, uh, horror marathon series. Uh, and released one more time by Scream Factory with Catacombs as a Blu-ray double in July double. of 2015. Double, double. Oh, rewind. The show that I could not think of when we were talking about USA Network, remember? We were talking about Troll 2 and like all those yep. shitty movies. It was USA Up All Night with Gilbert Gottfried. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. now I do. That was the one. Where he'd be like, in this next one, they got their bikinis on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the man. fact that you searched that out tells me that you've been stuck inside for too long. Uh, no, no, I just remembered it. How? Oh. I just remembered it. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the kills, cool. If we would have seen them fully engorged, I give it. I give it points for the for the head takeoff. Yeah, and for the eye, the uh, the eyeball little. Yeah, right in. I, I mean, think it even goes like. Yeah, I mean, for the effects, the monster, cool. It looked cool because uh, it was supposed to be a hybrid of, like, a vampire, werewolf. Like I got Harry in the Henderson's yeah. station. 
So, <laughs> so I mean, it was. It's a good watch if you haven't I seen it. I do want to make specific mention of the fact of the voice of the monster. Every time it talks, it starts as a monster voice and it ends as a human voice. It's always like, "Who's next?" Yeah. <laughs> I think they wanted you to like know what he was saying. Like, if it was just like. <laughs> Like you'd be like, what? Can you write that down? Fuck I don't it. know. I listen to I listen to death metal, so growls are pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I mean, it's the Charles Band joint. His dad uh, helped on it too, so it's in that vein. Of, yes. So I mean, if you enjoy this, that that kind of it's campy. Yeah. It's campy. Uh, this is right up your alley. I mean, I I didn't have a hard time with it because I I wasn't no, I mean I wasn't expecting like. To be blown out of the water. No, I mean know. i I turned this on. Uh, we watched. I watched. I watched it on Pluto. Yeah. And um, I I just happened to catch it on one of the horror channels because everybody, hey, Pluto's free and it's got horror channels and unsolved mysteries running twenty four hours a day. Yeah. Um, hold on. Crank anchors twenty four hours a day. Hold on. Hold on. Forensic files twenty four hours a day. Hold, bro. Hold on. It's got Dog the Bounty Hunter. 24-7. In Spanish. <laughs> In Spanish. <laughs> um, yes. But uh, it's I caught like part of it when we were trying to pick a movie, and I saw that uh, the head rip. And I was like, Angel, we're doing Cellar Dweller. And you're like, oh, I have that on my VHS up on my wall. That's right no, there. No, my, pe- my own dick tastes so good. Fucking. <laughs> oh, man. That's- it's good. Yeah. It's like a sense. It's like it's in the vein of Ghoulies and fucking all those Ghoulies, crazy. Ghoul, Ghoulies was better than this. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the this is like Troll was better than this, but it's better than Troll 2. Like it falls like right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, like if I had to watch this or House, I would go House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cellar Dweller, I seen it like four times. I can now I think, say that yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. If it comes up in conversation, so I'm good there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard it. Jeffrey Combs is in it. Uh, oh yeah, Jeffrey Combs sucks the eyeball. Real great head rip effect. Awesome yeah. Lily Monster. Like yeah. that's all that's it. It's it's a cliff note movie. Yeah, yeah. Kinda creepy talk. Kinda creepy but, talk. Shit. But 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 obscure enough that a that a that a true horror fan would be like, oh shit. Yo, you seen Cellar Dweller, bro? 1988, yeah, before, the, before there I were full the, moon pictures? I got the copy that they put out on Amazon in 1993 when it came out. <laughs> Back before Jeff Bezos had hair and a bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, keep, it, keep it in your back pocket to win some bonus points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pull out the Cellar Dweller, you, you pulling bitches, dog. You pulling bitches. I think that's it for tonight, dude. That is it for tonight. Oh, man. So, thanks for hanging out. You can find us on the Dorkening Podcast Network as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts dwell. Yes, yes, yes. Please follow, subscribe, leave some ratings and reviews. Please support your friends who run small businesses if you can. Uh, Shout out, pick something up, share a story, share their artwork. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, let us know what we should cover next. Well, what's steaming your kielbasa? Let us know. Let us know why you're steaming kielbasa instead of I'm, grilling it like I'm, a like a grown no, up. You got to steam it first. You got to get it nice and fucking juicy. Then you put a sear on it, bro. That's then all right. A, then you put uh, a sear on it. <laughs> Keep up to date by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, hit thatstrangeshow.com so you can read that Holiday Hell review by Ryan himself. And, it's uh, not as good as Angel's reviews. Yeah, listen, but. There's a bunch of reviews up there. But, uh, yeah, we got to put some new ones up. But there's also network links to uh, the, the Darkening Podcast Network where you can find other shows you might enjoy. The Horror Squad Podcast, Super Retro Throwback, just to give a couple, couple shout-outs there. And uh, remember, strange is better. <laughs>